September 25th, the new Fox Tuesday kicks off with New Girl's new season. Then, welcome Ben and Kate. Stay away from my sister before you find out what six years of Rob McGaugh feels like. Well, like, year and a half plus, like, four years on and off I was traveling. Followed by another all-new New Girl. What am I looking at here? Pure, unadulterated friendship. And the Mindy Project. <laughs> Can't believe you're tattling. Tattling is when a little girl does it, okay? When a hot woman does it, it's called whistleblowing. The new Fox Tuesday premieres September 25th on Fox. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Revolution After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Revolution After Show. Hey guys, what is happening? Revolution is starting next week, and we are so excited that we had to come here a week early just to talk about the show before it even starts, because I can't wait. So joining us today, we have across from me... The ever so lovely Kristen Elizabeth. What's up, guys? And next to her, the even more lovely Daryl Kristen. Hello, guys. How you doing? And sitting next to me, Kristen number three, Kristen <laughs> Carroll. Hey, guys. And guys, I am Dave Kristen Klein. <laughs> And Bing is for doing, and we are doing the Revolution After Show. And today we have a very special guest with us, John Kim, a.k.a. The Angry Therapist. Hey How guys. are you doing? Good. How are you? So John is here because he does a lot of online work, and he's here to discuss with us the premise of the show, Revolution, because it would drastically affect you. Yes, it would. So with that said, <laughs> let's talk about the premise of Revolution and what it's all about. I mean... So, electricity, it's gone, and I have my iPad here, I have a laptop, I have a computer, I play video games every single day. I would be screwed. Let's just put it straight. (laughs) Can I just say that I didn't have internet all weekend, and it was amazing? Like, thank you, AT&T, for screwing me over, but um, I just painted, and I wrote, and it was awesome. I mean, sometimes it's fun. I, I like whenever I'm from Chicago and Kristen is yeah. as well. And I know whenever there would be blackouts because of thunderstorms, it's fun. It's like get with your friends and just kind of do everything else that you don't usually do. It's fun, but every day I would go crazy. I get pissed off when the service on my phone goes out. So I can't imagine surviving without electricity for a long period of time. Well, it's not just regular electricity. We're talking about cars that also don't work or right. flying. Mm-hmm. flying. And can yeah. you imagine? I have to go so far on the 101. If I did not have my car and I had to walk or take a horse. <laughs> I, I want this oh. to happen. Not because. Yeah. <laughs> you would never go anywhere except for the area in L.A. that you live. And that's it. That's it. No, that no. is all you would be at. <laughs> I would be a pirate, and I would assemble a crew. You'd sail the, on, the on all the seas in L.A.? Are you talking yes. about those rivers? 
The LA River? No, I'm going to go all over the world. But it's like, think about it. Like, you wouldn't have to pay your college loans back. You wouldn't have to pay the banks any money. Like, your bills, they have no records of it. Like, everyone's got great credit. Like, let's look at the positives here. Come on. No, I think there's a lot of positives. I think it'd kind of be fun for a while to see what it'd be like and see how things would go. And like Kristen said, the premise is that it's not just, like, normal electricity. Like, you can't plug things into outlets. The batteries have gone out. Planes are crashing into the ground and blowing up. And it's just like every possible thing that uses electricity in any way, portable, no matter what, it's gone and you can't use it. And you just got to think about how many things do we have that use electricity that you don't even really think about too much. Everything. So much. I mean, everything we do is based around electricity. Medicine. You know, any hospital is gone. And we're talking about people are going to be dying all of a sudden because they're not going to be on, you know, whatever they're hooked up to or just creating more of that. It would be such a huge problem. much more honest world, though, if we were all, like, robbed of our electronic masks and, you know, our Facebooks. <laughs> well, if you can't be anonymous anymore, that definitely helps. Oh, anonymous. Uh-oh. Um. I have a vendetta against you. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. But let's talk about science! Science! She's oh, science. Me with science! We have oh. the glasses crew Wait. on the other side. That's right. She's Whoa. ready to go. That's right. Well, just a minute. It won't fit on okay. with my... Here we go. So, Glasses Crew, what is the science okay. behind this? And what is right. ha- Oh, wait, let me point out, I didn't say Amir is in the booth today. Thank you, Amir. Amir is doing a great job. What's up, Amir? <laughs> All right, Thank guys. So, this actually happened in 1989, and what happens when blackout occurs is it's caused by an explosive event on the sun called a coronal mass ejection. And what happens is it blasts billions of tons of electrically charged particles directly at the Earth which uh, induces huge electrical currents and produces a magnetic shock wave. And if the Earth is in the path of that shock wave, our planet's magnetic field will react to the event and could overload our electrical systems and cause massive damage. And the electrical activity can damage our power distribution system because our electrical grid right now operates to capacity. So we can't handle this. It's like... I think they say like a million Earths can fit in the sun. And basically it's like when you have two magnets, when you have a huge magnet and a smaller magnet, what happens is the smaller magnet, you know, it shakes, which is the electronic wave, the magnetic wave. And it's it has to align with the other magnet, which would cause all the damage to happen here. But I'm not sure that it would go like that for 15 years. That's the part about this premise that bothers me is really it's not going to be fixed for 15 years if that does happen. Well, here's a theory. And this was a 2012 end of the world theory is that people thought that what is going to happen and might happen is that the polarities of the Earth are going to reverse, Mm -hmm. which would cause the same sort of effect where. All of our electricity, all of our things are based on that magnetic field. But if that all reverses, none of that's going to work anymore because we're all based on one certain polarity. So none of our electricity is going to work. And that's what they thought the whole end of the world thing, what some theories are, is going to be. So I guess if that happened, you could probably reinvent in some ways electricity. But just by reversing polarities or the way that you create electricity. But I, that's at least what I've heard mm-hmm. one theory is. So maybe that might be away. But one thing I want to point out real quick is that J.J. Abrams actually said, unlike Lost, you'll actually find out why things happen in the show, (laughs) which is awesome. And he said you will find out why the electricity goes out. So, nice. Well, I'm excited I'm for the science. I'm glad we'll actually find out. <laughs> yeah. The science! The science! Science! She blinded me with science. 
<laughs> we have to have a science section every episode, I think. I think so. Yes, I think, yeah. I think so, 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 And I will wear these glasses when hype. I talk about we'll it. We'll get you lab coats for next time, yes. too. I'm going to just add to this costume every week. It'll be this week in science! <laughs> Are we done with science? Can I take these off? Um, do you have more to add? You know... No, not tonight. Not I, need tonight. To, I need to save need some, some science. We'll have some more science. Next time for more science. science next time. <laughs> for sure. So let's move on then to the cautionary tale that this tells us, that the whole premise right. is trying to tell. You know what I think? Like, why can't we just right now say, hey, everyone keep their jobs. Like, if you're a cop and this happens, stay a cop. If you're the mailman, still deliver my letters, not my emails. You know what I'm saying? Like, can't we all just make a pack and be like, stick to your jobs and let police stay in order well it's difficult when you work in entertainment where entertainment is all based on electricity right, right now so i guess doing hosting stuff maybe we could go like let's do some live events guys and get people riled up but so take our uh, you know wagon and go visit people be an old school yeah, get, a, get a bunch of horses traveling i just actors. don't understand since we have this order now it's not like reverting back to civilization completely because we do have order now and so how is it possible that we lose all those steps that we've achieved over centuries Centuries of hard work putting together, you know, our democracy and the police forces, and it's not just all going to go away. I really don't think people would uh, totally abandon everything that we've worked for. I don't know. It go- okay, I'm going to quote um, Tommy Lee Jones here in Men in Black, but he said, you know, a person <laughs> is smart, but you know, people are panicky, and you get a group of people together, and all of your power goes out. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be good because you have that group think. You don't have a single individual. If we sat down together and said, the power is going to go out, let's figure this out. You know, the four of us could probably do that. You add 50, you know, a couple hundred thousand other people in the area, and you're going to get a bunch of panic. I, mean, I, I would be running and grabbing the nearest crossbow. That's definitely what I would be doing. <laughs> yeah. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I kind of think I go bounce back and forth between those two ideas because I definitely think like, well, you know, we had democracy and we had a way of ruling for – a long time before we had electricity. A long, long, long time. And I think the main panicky thing was we've adapted so much to the way that we live now. Would people know how to revert back to that? They wouldn't. I don't think mm-hmm. they would. I mean, look at it like if someone got sick. I mean, we have that affects the hospitals. It affects everything. People, it would just affect so many different things. I just don't think that people could revert back to the way it was or even, years ago. Yeah, communication with people. You see people yeah. at the same table and they're texting each other. Right. No, if mm-hmm. you don't have somebody to text, you're just going to sit there and not say anything. So the question is then... Those people, not. I I put my phone away. I text when my roommate's in the room to my roommates. (laughs) So the question then is, what do we do then if something like this happens? What is the tale that this is kind of telling us and how should we possibly react? Go to your nearest Ralph's and get every water jug that you can possibly store in your location. Get all the food that you can get. I feel like, so Daryl, Chris, and I are going to be doing (laughs) Walking Dead and I feel like there's going to be a lot of parallels to if there's a zompocalypse and all the luxury goes out. I'm like, I'm I'm getting guns, I'm getting a crossbow, and yeah. I am getting everything at Ralph's yeah. and everything. pharmacy. Yep. And maybe in and out on the way, too. <laughs> the last of it. The last. Oh, yeah. the last. What will we do without fast food? You know what? I honestly think that people need to realize that we are just animals, and we're meant to just live out each day as a simple purpose to survive until the sun goes down each day. And people have forgotten that for some reason. Technology has made us all very lazy. And it's like we won't even write letters anymore. True. <laughs> it's hard work it's writing. I think, I I'm think, just throwing um, it out. I think what will happen is uh, it will cause people to uh, come back to the present. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Force yourself to 
live in the moment. I definitely think, and like I was saying with that blackout, when blackouts would happen in Chicago, I would love those days. And even though, like I, I said, I love video games, I love watching movies. I'm a big computer. My hell, my major in college was computer science. Yeah. So I'm a big computer guy, but I love those days. It was just fun, and it's just like I feel like you said we would readapt to it, mm-hmm. and we get used to it. But let's talk about the actual characters on the show, as so far as we know, and how they might react to it. Because it looks like from the previews, there's going to be a militia, maybe mm-hmm. some democracy kind of falls apart in ways. There's like different sort of warlords, mm-hmm. and it kind of seems like just people are basing, kind of making their own little survival groups. Mm-hmm. Well, I think what it seems is like it's a family reuniting. From what the trailer looks like, it looks like Ch- Charlie, the girl, has to go off on a journey to kind of find her father's brother and have him team up to go rescue her brother who was, you know, kidnapped from the militia. That's what I got from the trailer. So it looks like it's basically about a family just trying to reunite in times like this. So forget everything else and you're just fighting for your family at this point. Yeah, and there still seems to be like that good versus evil evil component to the show. So uh, that, I think that's going to make it really interesting because you're going to have those two different sides that are battling each other throughout the season. So. I think um, I think that there is the whole militia aspect though to it again with that evil Gustavo aspect. Gustavo Frame. Yes. Breaking Bad fans. Uh, uh, last let show me just I throw out that there's going to be a lot of crystal meth in this show because he's there. <laughs> the, the whole militia is probably up on crystal meth yeah. the I whole think time. So too. That's probably why they're joining. He's like, guys, I got all the meth right here, and it's the blue stuff. It's the blue stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and not only that, for any of Once Upon a Time fans, he's a genie in there. So now we've got a meth dealer and a genie on your Whoa. hands. It's 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 trouble. Juan Carlo Esposito. Is he is his the man. Actor name. Yeah. Juan Carlo is awesome, and I just want some Los Polos Hermanos right now. <laughs> Polos. Polos Hermanos. <laughs> some Polos guys. But I think again, back to what we were talking about. I do think that we're going to see factions in the mm-hmm. show, and there's going to be the people like the family kind of had a farm, just trying mm-hmm. to survive on their own. And I mean, I know for me, I can't. I have no idea how to farm, so I probably couldn't do that. I'd have to join somebody else. But it's just there's going to be people on the farm trying to survive there's going to be militias and groups fighting and warring against each other Mm -hmm. because i think another premise is some people do know why the power went out and how to get it back so they're also fighting Mm -hmm. for electricity a very interesting aspect with the characters is that the kids charlie and danny if you think about it this happened when they were very young so they actually grew up as huntsmen as wilderness you know, very resourceful, and they didn't have technology, and they're the ones sort of leading this show, and they are probably going to be the best at it because yeah. they were raised with the bow and arrow to yeah. hunt because they they didn't know technology before. So I like that aspect of the show. Right, because as we should mention, the show does take place 15 years later, right. mm-hmm. as opposed to something like Walking Dead, which I was talking about before, which is kind of just seeing it all happen. See, it all happen. Yep. See, this is I would like years that. Did they not do that because of Walking Dead? I think they just decided, and I know from the guy who created the show, his whole mm-hmm. ambition from the show, they didn't even have the electricity premise initially. Mm-hmm. His entire idea was he was like, I want swashbuckling in a uh, post-apocalyptic America. Was that the writer, Eric Kripke? <laughs> yeah. That was Eric Kripke. That was the initial premise. And then J.J. Abrams and his um, co-writer kind of said, like, hey, let's throw on this electricity element to Hawaii. The post It's a post-apocalypse. Mm-hmm. But the whole initial premise was swashbuckling, sword fighting in a post-apocalyptic America. I mean, what I think is really interesting, though, is, like, what do you do moments after that happens? Like, what if you're in surgery and, right. you know, electricity goes out? Like, that's what I want to say. I think you're just screwed. I think that's, like, 
but that's the most interesting part. Like, what are the initial steps? I don't want to go 15 years later. Like, I want to see the initial steps of what, what happened happens. in between. Yeah. I'm not going to spoil it. I, I watched the episode. I was so excited. I heard that it. they just blast forward, though, right past yeah, well, what um, really. I watched the first five minutes of it, and the first five minutes have some of the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say anything about it, but like mm-hmm. you do at least see some of it happening. But they go I only watched back five minutes. a little bit mm-hmm. because they all have, with any show, there's memories in there. So without giving too much away. Right, they so don't maybe just they'll leave be it completely in the past, but they don't. It is focused mostly in the fifteen years from now. But I think you're going to see more of what actually. Do you think you know, as the season goes, it uh, flashes back and you start seeing pieces of what happened right after? I mean, I would think that seems like how they're kind of setting mm-hmm. it up. I, I don't want to spoil anything for you guys. I would hope so. I would hope that that's what it is yeah. because that's the most interesting part of it is how we adapt to that huge change mm-hmm. in, in all of our lives. That's the interesting part. Yeah. yeah. As it, long as it's not like people warring against each other, I hate when it becomes like people just acting like idiots with each other. I right. feel like it's going to be cities become concrete jungles and it's like a war. And that's not really what I want to see. I want to see the characters' development and them, you know, having to deal with this. Right. Although I kind of liked, I mean, being from Chicago, they walk around. Down They're down going to Chicago. Chicago. They're yeah. going to Chicago. And I'm excited for that. Like, like Wrigley Field is just taken over. And concrete I was like, oh, it's home. Jungle. That's a uh, screw Wrigley Field. It can get taken over for all I care. Whatever. For all I care. Um, but that's why I'm excited for this show. I was going to Chicago, and that's really why I'm watching it. Um, but let's talk about what do you guys think? How would you react, you yourself, if this happened to you, and how do you think we would react? Honestly, I feel like this entire civilization is like far beyond what any single mind could dream up. And mm-hmm. in today's world, people are constantly trying to escape life because we're living in this like hyper state of hypertension like we're not supposed to be in cars going like 90 miles an hour we're not supposed to be able to talk to people 3,000 miles away like we're constantly drinking taking drugs going to the movies trying to escape you know what we're supposed to do we're supposed to be living out each day as survivalists and that's what all we're supposed to do i would try and get to my closest friends and family and and strategize and create a plan and we could all survive together i mean i'm from ohio originally so it would be a far stretch for me to get there quickly. But Pennsylvania, my, I'll walk with you. We'll walk, we'll walk together, Kristen. We'll walk together. Okay, but. So you two will go together and us two yeah, will go together. Exactly. That's why we're on opposite sides. <laughs> Where are you from, John? Uh, LA, here. Yeah, so you're yeah. set. So, you're so we're actually right. going to John's house. Yeah, yeah. we're going to John's house. Can I be part of your family? <laughs> yes. I do want to bounce off of something that Kristen said, and it's I've noticed for myself personally, especially as I've gotten older, when I kind of tend to do things like, that are almost life-threatening in a way because sometimes I do parkour things, sometimes I go on like rock climbing expeditions and it's just like, I almost feel the most alive when I'm doing that stuff Mm -hmm. and sometimes I'm just like, wow, I love doing this because all you're focused on is survival it's that basic human instinct that you're tapping into Mm -hmm. just living and it's something just really thrilling about it so that I think would be kind of awesome to go back to that and just live that way but I mean, how I would react, I think at first I would flip out of how the hell do I contact everybody I know. Because you don't have cell phones. You don't have email. We don't really write letters anymore. Who knows if we... I mean, I I would just be like, I need to get to everybody I know. You know what? Grab my roommates. Let's be honest. I live 3,000 miles from home. I go home maybe once a year. Like, come on. I'll see you guys at some point. Like, let me just, like, paint and write and enjoy stuff. No, I don't think I'd be uh, going home, honestly. Sorry, Mom. Sorry, Dad. I'm not coming home. I'm going to finally enjoy my life. 
life without like having to look at my phone every minute of the day. I mean, what do you think, John? You can do you know that. I, I think it's easier to accept if you know the whole world doesn't have it as opposed to if you mm-hmm. just lost your phone and everyone has communication. Exactly. This internet thing this weekend, like I was like, okay, I'm fine with this, but I really wish that everyone didn't have internet this right. weekend and not just right. me. You know what? I didn't have internet because I just moved and my Wi-Fi is not working or installed right. yet. Mm-hmm. So we both so I didn't have internet we're not either. connected. There we go. Honestly, I think I would start to panic though because if the entire world is like this, I would start thinking about food resources. Like mm-hmm. how, I mean, even if we go out and okay, we're going to go kill wild life how much wildlife is there in LA in LA (laughs) what am I gonna you know I mean I guess I could eat some coyotes but I mean you know how much wildlife is actually uh, snakes and rabbits yes but eventually it's gonna run out I mean if the entire world is like this eventually it's gonna run out we're eating humans we're becoming cannibals I'd want to be be with my family and I feel like I'm not communicating with especially my mom back home. I think if I went to Chicago to see her, she'd be trying to come to LA to see me. So we'd have to pray that we meet each other like on the road. But if there's no communication that way, I'd almost, I think she would for sure try to walk over to me. So I guess I'd just stay put. Yeah, but then you have no communication to even know where to where to meet. You know, like our family is going to be trying to come across country to meet at a certain place, but we have no idea where that would be. Messenger pigeon, maybe. Pigeon, maybe. And now listen to Harry Potter Al. John, why do you think that people are so excited about this show? I mean, I know everyone loves the premise. I've heard mixed reviews about people who have watched the first episode, but the idea has really gotten everyone's attention. I mean, what do you think is behind that? I think because it uh, it tugs on everyone's fear. Yeah. Yes. You know? Like the, the big, world the big we're not used if, to. Right. Yeah. And I think what would happen is uh, half would be fight or flight panic whenever something crazy sure. happens. But then the other thing that happens is people get uh, close really fast. Yeah. Yeah. I you think know? like hearts grow. I think my two instincts would be find all my family. Well, not family in Chicago. That's just that'd be too far. But like all my close friends, like first instinct, get my close friends together. And then just try and get, like, food and survival things. I really like what he said about your heart grows. Because, I mean, I feel like back in the day, everyone, especially females, are like, I want to go back to the way things were Mm -hmm. when, like, there was one family phone and guys wrote you letters. It's like your heart does grow bigger when when technology and communication, everything's not so easy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's true. I mean... You'll have a lot of time to do that. But, but, but it's almost like we're all robots, right? I mean, I really feel like a lack of technology would help us. I mean, I, sometimes I definitely think there's too much technology, especially mm-hmm. with cell phones and internet. We're just constantly yeah. checking so many things. Let's just keep the internet for, like, you know, looking stuff up and information mm-hmm. purposes, but not for communication. And for after buzz. <laughs> and for after buzz. That's okay. very important. And, and, and for therapy. And, and for, for therapy. therapy. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we can do face-to-face. Yeah, can you explain it? Angry therapy, angry therapist, and why this would affect you so much? Uh, what do you want to? Uh, exp- the how case. would this affect you if there was no technology? Um, so most of my uh, my pra- I call it a public practice. So everything I do is pretty much online. So I'm using uh, technology, for example, Google Hangouts to run groups and connect people from different parts of the world, and Skype and all these different things. Um, blogs and therapeutic tools. Uh, apps, cell phones, all that stuff, ebooks. So I'm kind of uh, I want to be in your pocket. Yeah. So if the if the electricity if if there's no energy, I'm, I don't exist. I'm sure though. If this no wait, but if this <laughs> happened, if this happened, imagine how many people would be trying to get therapy. 
Because they'd be like, oh my god, my life's right. gone. Okay. You'll be sad for life. John, can you have no money anymore? Yeah, but I'm like, you even have no money. Okay, chickens. We'll trade chickens. Can we do a therapy session for a minute? Can you please yeah. counsel us? We've all just we got our cell phones taken away. Um, there's a blackout right now. What, what are you going to tell us to do? Yes, please give me are some therapy. Serious? Yeah. Um, I can't even contact my friends, man. I can't even contact my friends. What the hell do I do? How do you feel? I feel depressed and lonely. Lonely is the main feeling that I'm feeling right now. I'm very lonely. It would also be interesting to find out who will become the leaders because yeah. obviously yeah. our what we consider a leader right now would not take the same case because we don't have we wouldn't have television, we wouldn't have radio, we wouldn't have internet the way to communicate to different states and cities. So would it be just group you think it would be groups like you know your local neighborhood tough guy who's going to take on or or is it the therapist who now become the leaders because you you're, you're way of communicating with people is a way that relaxes people and they can relate to you know how to move on in their life since all this stuff is not there anymore i I think what would happen was people would go into the tribes and you would have all the segregation do you think there'd also be democracies though in certain aspects like or do you think it'd just be leaders and tribes or do you think there'd be different tribes who have like democracy set up like it would just over time there would be a system but i think in the beginning it would just be chaos and which would be fun to watch yeah yeah and girls shooting crossbows yes (laughs) you definitely have to wonder though as you said like who would you be in this situation i've always wondered that especially i've been watching a lot of walking dead preparing for the new season i'm just like (laughs) would i be that alpha male leader would i not be i mean like you can say who you hope you would be but what would really happen what part of you would come out in that situation Oh, Personally, I think once uh, the initial shock wore, all, wore off of me, I would be ready to survive. I would do anything mm-hmm. to survive. I would body so. slam into the Vons right next to where I exactly. live and just be like drabbing waters everywhere. <laughs> okay, honestly, I feel like I have intelligence, but my street smarts are where I'm really capable. So I'm doing the pirate ship thing. <laughs> all aboard. <laughs> You're heading down to Santa Monica and taking a boat. I'm taking the boats. I'm just going to be. All of them. And that's. I'm just taking all the boats, so you guys can all have a ship, <laughs> and we'll just command the seas. I'm going to commandeer your ship. Fine. It's just not so you know. Walk the plank. Because I'm going to be a ninja, and ninjas hate pirates. And he's going to have his crossbow, so you're going to be Watch out. Listen. I have swords. First. One, family and friends. Two, food. Three, crossbows. Uh, and four, Macy's, because I'm going to get some clothes for the wintertime when it's cold, and I need to layer up. I'm keeping it real right now. <laughs> oh, <nice. laughs> hey, smart. Everybody like, dude, that guy, he's getting all the girls. Best of both of I'm, I'm going to keep them warm. I'm keeping them warm. You just start your own tribe. You're all the swag. Of your own family, all tribe. Let, let's be honest. Uh, if we all live in LA, we're not going anywhere because we don't walk. So nope. We'll make you like a Hey, but we're not from life. here, though, so we will walk. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. You walk in the Midwest. Oh, yeah, definitely. Just be like, heck with this, I'm day. going to the beach. <laughs> or we sail. So, <laughs> sail the seas with Kristen Elizabeth. Um, so let's sail on to the next topic. <laughs> that was the perfect transition, nice by the way. I like that. I like that. Um, to the, who is involved on this show, because we got some big names on the show. We've got J.J. Abrams on the show. John Favreau. John Favreau. Kripke is a big name, too. Yeah, he was on Supernatural. That's one of my favorite shows. So I like Billy Burke. I'm Billy excited Burke. for him to be in there. Can we talk about the plot of Supernatural and how that's similar to this because just reading over it it sounds like you know a family there's Mm -hmm. somebody you know they lost a family member and then they're on this journey 
journey. And yeah. I'm like, this sounds a it's little very similar. Familiar. Two brothers <laughs> on the move, you know, never staying in one city, losing multiple members of their family. It's very similar. And then it also kind of reminds me, I worked on Falling Skies as well. And it's mm-hmm. that same type of s- scenario where, you know, you have people in a city and they have no idea what's going on in the next city over because they just have no communication with them. So, Well, Supernatural was a really well-reviewed show and people yeah. love that show. So and I believe Eric Kripke was both the creator right. and yeah, executive producer on it. Yeah. So uh, hopefully he'll do the same thing with Revolution because he's got experience. He's shown and proven that he can do good things. J.J. Mm-hmm. Abrams has a great mm-hmm. list oh, yeah. himself. I mean, yeah. he doesn't really even need to be talked about, but we will, yeah. how amazing J.J. <laughs> Abrams is. I mean, other than Lost never having any ending whatsoever. Right. Which I will Do always recommend. Do you think about. that Revolution will get the Lost fans? I mean, I like how it Lost ended. Come on my ship, that bandwagon. Uh, do you think the fans of Lost will watch Revolution? Well, it's I some, think so. It's definitely yeah, something that so um, they're hoping for because right now they really don't have that many big uh, shows like this. And it's just like usually series like this lately, ever since Lost have sort of fallen and flopped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're hoping that this is going to be the next Lost. And, I mean, when you've got people like this on board and such a great premise, mm-hmm. I mean, as long as the writing holds up, and that's really what it comes down to, if right. the writing is good, if it holds up, I think it will definitely have that following because people are excited about this. There is a lot of buzz mm-hmm. about it. It seems like this show has uh, an element of action. I know when I was watching the trailer, mm-hmm. it's got a great hook, and then it kind of smells... Amish, and then suddenly it's got tons of action, <laughs> and it drew me back in, and had people fighting, and so maybe that's, uh, you know, I'm I want to see all that fighting and the swashbuckling, buckling and swords. Yeah. I really <laughs> honestly don't understand though. I mean, they still have guns, yeah. So why does it come to swords and swashbuckling? Because I don't know, but I'm answer that, but I won't. <laughs> okay, Kristen knows because I was just watching because even in the premise they have that. I'm just like, mm-hmm. I mean, swords are awesome, and I definitely want to learn how to use one. <laughs> but, like, I, I don't know. But what I, I would assume you that your it. ammunition is going to be limited. I mean, there's only so much ammunition mm-hmm. that they're going to be able to have if they have right. those guns. So uh, then you point. have to go to your bow and arrows right. and But all you the can other still things. make ammunition because even in the medieval times, they had guns. So they've had guns for true. a long time before true. we had electricity yeah. or power mm-hmm. in any way. Yeah. They, they do explain that. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. So, so good. You have all the insight. You only have to wait a little bit to figure it out. Is there? Is can you just tell me? Is there a voiceover, or how do we get all this information? They talk about most of it. Okay, the actually on the do. show, it, it, it's a little bit like remember when this happened, or you know, so this some is expository dialogue. A little bit. I don't know how I'm going to feel about that. I think it's necessary <laughs> for this one because there are so many questions like that where mm-hmm. you're like, well, why don't you just have a bunch of guns and save them up? I mean, Walking Dead has so many guns. That's what why I was don't thinking these about. people? You don't see them shooting off right. crossbows at zombies. But I do guess in Walking Dead, every person has died, so you have a lot more guns to yourself. That's true. So it's true. There's that sense. Mm-hmm. But I guess, you know, I mean, that's kind of the hard thing with premieres, and maybe that's why this is Game X Mixed Reviews, is because you have to have that exposition. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why people are kind of like, okay, let's get through this exposition and see how the next episode is going to be. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about some of the actual actors on the show, because a lot of these actors relatively unknown and this is kind of probably or hopefully for them going to be their big break Mm -hmm. you got tracy spiridakis i think that's how you pronounce her last name but she's playing charlie kind of Mm -hmm. the main character that we've seen and she's very attractive this Mm -hmm. is absolutely very kick butt butt and attractive good combination that's a good combination (laughs) and um badass chick i want to be her (laughs) 
Do it. Just do it. Go get crossbow training right now. Um, for, but this is her first big, huge breakout role. Mm-hmm. And even, like, I was looking at IMDb this year, credits, and one of them, one of her, she is known for is Rise of the Planet of the Apes as Party Girl mm-hmm. Number 2. Wow. That's, like, what she's known for. That's a so great title. This is definitely a big role for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, even just going down the line, I mean, you've got some actors who are well-known. I mean, especially uh, Los Polios Hermanos is my favorite. <laughs> but, I mean, a lot of them even, like, aren't that big, and they're kind of rising stars, like J.D. Pardo is mm-hmm. in Twilight. But other than that, he, he wasn't the big role in right. Twilight. He, so he's kind of a rising-up character, and he's going to be that hot dude in muscle shirts. So you've got J.D. Pardo and— You also got Billy Burke from Twilight. Oh, that's a lot of Twilight alum. I, I, he was my favorite part of those movies. He's the dad. I haven't seen Kristen Stewart's. It's okay. And Andrea Roth from Rescue Me. I mean, I can't now after the case do Rob Pattinson scandal. I just can't even bear to watch it now. Just throwing that out there. It would tear me apart. But go on, Kristen. No, I don't have anything. Okay. For once. I'm just digesting what you said. I like that it's a bunch of newcomers, though. It gets you attached to new, to new actors, and I then agree. it makes you believe them in the role more because you're not sitting there like, oh, here's a big name A lister they mm-hmm. put in this pilot. You're, you know, there's a few familiar names, and I think it's better to have it behind the scenes because yeah. that gets mm-hmm. you more interested. And then you can really get involved with these characters. Yeah. And that's what I like about right. about the show. I feel like, you know, Game of Thrones did the same thing to an extent. Game of Thrones. Yeah. You know. Game of Thrones. Uh, I, feel back like, to you guys. Game of Thrones. I feel like film has sort of abandoned storytelling for adults, and we have to go to TV to find it now. So a lot of these actors and actresses who are in TV and from a lot of them that were in films are now going back to TV because mm-hmm. it's really I there's nothing in the theater right now that I even want to see. Lawless was pretty good. You know, <laughs> you know what was surprisingly <laughs> fun that looked terrible was the bike movie. It was actually a really fun Premium movie. Premium Rush. Oh. It looked like it was going to be dumb, but I watched it with my family and we were like, this was actually pretty fun. <laughs> they just cut it well. That's I think it was just like nonstop cutting and yeah, it, it was surprising. It surprised me. All right, me. well, way to go against everything I just said. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I'm an. Um, hey, we were saying like Premium Rush isn't like a great like down to earth like. That's what people do. They hang on though. to the one thing. Make sure you don't say anything wrong when you're speaking because people hang on to the one thing that they can contradict. Yeah. That you said. I really wasn't trying to contradict you because you're I saying there's no smart. Last weekend, I was like, I, I was recommending it to people. I was All like, right. it's probably a good movie. Yeah. You were saying there are no smart shows. I wouldn't call Premium Rush a smart movie, okay? So let me throw right. that out there. So I was right. That's what I Now, want. one thing I do hope that they do is stay true to form with the characters in the sense of, like, since there is no electricity and they're out in the pretty much outside mm-hmm. and in the wilderness, mm-hmm. that they're dirty. I don't want to see, you know, exactly. panting hair and gro- really groomed people. I want to see what you look like if there was really no electricity and you were out here, you know, just sur- in survival mode. Hey, I'm yeah. getting my personal barber, okay? Personal barber, so I always look this good every day. I don't know the girl in the picture; she's like perfect hair. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope that that changes. Like I really do. They I, mean, I think that's dirty, important. I really do. You know I think that's saying. important for people to make it believable. Dirty. No, I agree with you. I definitely do. Very, agree. very dirty. So dirty. <laughs> um, so what is going on right now? Let's uh, let's take a break though to talk about the fact that guys, we do this show and we would love your support in any way possible. So whether that be going to iTunes, rating and commenting on the show, even if it's negative, we will talk. Talk about it, and we will talk about why you are wrong. 
No. On why you're wrong. We will thank you. We will read your comments. We love you guys. We're wrong. We love you. And we will also comment, watch us on YouTube. We love seeing the comments, as Kristen said. And really, we mm-hmm. do. If you have any feedback for us, positive or negative, we like seeing it. We want to improve because we're doing the show for you guys and because mm-hmm. we love doing it. Mm-hmm. And also, if you go to AfterBuzzTV.com on the late, late time of 11 p.m. Pacific mm-hmm. time, I think that's like 2 a.m. It's for East time, um, we will be doing the show live and we do have the chat open. So if anyone's on the chat, we will be interacting with you live and you could be on the show. So definitely come chat with us and come interact in any way possible. So let's move on then to what are you guys most excited for for the show? Beards and mustaches. Beards and mustaches. All right. A lack of razors. <laughs> and pirates, right? That's where I was going with that. Beards, mustaches, and pirates. I know that's not in the show at all, but I have hope. Well, if people start becoming unkempt, as we were talking about, the dudes will start having beards and mustaches. I really hope that they're just realistic to the premise. That's all. Mm -hmm. If they're not, it's going to ruin it for me. My electric razor wouldn't work anymore, so I haven't (laughs) used normal razor in a while. I just feel like I give up. I give up. (laughs) Or old-fashioned barbershop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be awesome. (laughs) You know what? Everyone better, like... Get really great bodies too, cause, you know there can't be any fat dudes like in Lost. I don't know how that happened, but well, yeah, you're right. After like the fifth <laughs> season, it's like, how are you still really, really, really fat? Okay, what, what go, we eat's well, gonna change. Maybe when he killed exactly. the deer, there's a lot of fat in the deer. Yeah, can we talk about that for a minute? It's gonna go like paleo. It's gonna go backwards. It's gonna. I just started my paleo diet. It's going back to uh, because nothing's processed. That's true. So I can also see your canine teeth. They're really sharp now. Um, yeah, so I think uh, nutrition and diet will change, so yeah. people will look good. Yeah, we'll be people eating what our ancestors ate, so unprocessed foods right. every yet, everybody, please. No, no more donuts. Uh, oh. Sorry, I don't eat donuts anyways. Oh, well, I'm good. That's unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't live life, okay? I don't live. Can I'm I just, already prepping. Can I just teach everyone a lesson for a moment? So when you eat... Science! When you eat <laughs> processed foods, your liver, your liver can either break down chemicals or it can break down fat. And if you're eating frozen foods, if you're eating processed foods, which is anything that you can't pick or find fresh, then your liver is continuously breaking down chemicals and not fat. So no matter what you eat, if it's processed, you're not going to lose the weight you want. Mm. Take That's a nice little fact to know. Science! Science! <laughs> so let's go back to uh, what you guys are excited for. Moving back. Uh, so, Daryl, what are you excited character for about the development. show? Character development. I really want to see where each one of the characters go. Um, I'm interested to see the good versus evil component to the show. Um, and since this is actually one of my really, honestly, one of my deepest fears, I, I really want to see w- how they develop the storyline um, moving forward. So those are my three things. Yeah. Um, I'll go and say I, I just want to see Swashbuckling in Chicago because that's always been my dream ever since I was a little kid. Pirates like, take over Wrigley Field. Hell yeah. <laughs> so let's see some Swashbuckling going on. I want to see that action happening. And I definitely do want to see how they have created this world who's adapted to mm-hmm. a world without electricity. And that's kind of really the curious point and what I would love to see what they did with that. I agree. Yeah. I want to see the characters grow, and I love chemistry. If there's some good chemistry between some of the characters, I'm not talking like Walter I was thinking White. science yeah. now. I was not thinking romantic science. ones, but just how people interact with each other and what they're put in these really, you know, emergency situations. How how that takes them, or when lives are put on the lines, or people that they care about if they're if they're in trouble. I, I like seeing how how far somebody will go. 
Speaking to that, I know there's a doctor who, you know, uses holistic, natural mm-hmm. remedies. So if we can learn a little bit on the show, I'd like that. Yeah. Mm. The more you know. <laughs> I know. I love learning things like that on the show. And it kind of actually, I wonder if it will shift my perspective on what I would do or how things would go. Because from watching The Walking Dead... From watching uh, Hunger Games, I have already shifted my perspective of I don't want guns anymore. I want a crossbow or a bow and arrow if anything happens. Because that is apparently what every single character uses to survive in these shows. So that has changed my perspective. I'm like, whoa, these writers have blown my mind. I don't want a gun anymore. It's a crossbow. That's what I need. But listen, I think they should add some slingshots in this thing. There's going to be plenty of rocks outside. <laughs> and slingshots can take out some people. So hey. that's what I want, too. My I- name is David, and David used the slingshot on Goliath, so that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> that's some biblical, biblical references for you right there. And I do have a question. So now this, is, this might sound crazy, but does this mean that pregnancy rates are going to go up because now you won't have well, we'll still access have to some condoms, I guess? Yeah, but you're going to run out. You're going to run out, Dave. What are you going to do when you're going to run out? No, they use, uh, <laughs> they use like, uh, Pig sheep. skin? Yeah, they use other. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. sheep skin. Yeah. yeah. Go to the sh- natural doctor. Hook you up with some <laughs> sheep skin. Or I think about things like, okay. That's the first I, thing we, I'm getting when I go to the store. Well, that's a great point, though. You know, I know. I'm serious. Like, all jokes aside, I mean, I, I think about, like, would it be an over-increase in pregnancy well, rates? Well, then you also have to wonder about giving birth because we use science so much for that sure. sake yeah. and how right. many women would survive. And, I mean, at least we know now wash your hands, and that's something they didn't know in the medieval times, and that's why a lot of people died. There's actually a saint who was famous for giving birth, and she became a saint because of that. And it turned out, when people look back, Oh, she was the only person washing her hands before she would help, like, get, help a person give birth. Are you disproving religious followers? No, I'm just. This is just an actual thing I learned in the medieval oh, okay. class. So I'm not trying I, to prove anything wrong. I was just thinking people were probably thinking like, oh, she's a saint because she actually like the babies don't die when she delivers it. Yeah, but it was I, just because she washed her hands. Well, I mean that was just like, yeah, that was the reason back then. But I mean, <laughs> how to become a saint? Wash I, your hands. Right. But I'm. I'm just. I'm not trying to dispute anything with that. But that is like one thing at least we know now. So we do have some more knowledge about that. But yeah. you have to think like. I have no idea how. Yeah. I don't know who I would take, you know, my wife or girlfriend or whatever to if that happened. Yeah. I'd have no idea. Yeah. So. And then if you're going to go back, if it's, this is taking us kind of back steps, wh- how does that affect our health as far as are people going to start dying younger again? You know, all of those mm-hmm. type of things. We're not going to have the same medical access that we have. So mm-hmm. does that overall affect the entire race of people because of the fact that we're not advancing anymore. Yeah, and I guess you can't to. get, like, yeah. shots, too, to kind yeah. of get immunities. I mean, I think we won't be technologically advancing, but as human beings, the growth we would establish would be remarkable. But yeah. Please still, let when this you think happen. Are, no. <laughs> but when you think about the fact that we'd be dying sooner, in a sense, we would be kind of going but back and we would steps. be living more than we ever <laughs> You know, you can do this right now, Kristen. There are people who just get rid of everything and live in the mountain. Who's with me? <laughs> I'm yeah, going to get a pirate ship you know right now. Mountains Seriously, aren't too bad. like, if that was an option, like, if they're taking volunteers from Mars, like, I'm on it. All right, they are. They are. There was that program that was literally, like, trained for 18 years to go live on Mars. There is a program that's doing that right now. They just shoot you to Mars and never return you. So they're trying to start a colony on Mars. So you can do that. Um, but let's, let's uh, move forward, guys. Um, so face it, guys. We all love a good comedy. It's human nature, for God's sake. So Fox's premiering Tuesday is stacked with them. First you have Zoe Deschanel. She's back for a season premiere of New Girl. And she's 
laid off in this season looking for work and then you know from the producers of new girl there's another new series coming out same station one of the year's best new comedies that was rated ben and kate Mm. so it's kind of about and i was watching the premiere of it earlier and ben and kate is about ben's kind of an idiot a really really big idiot and kate has a son and is trying to get back in the dating world and it's kind of like ben screwing it over for her but they really love each other and relate because they're family but it's kind of like that off of like the smart normal one and the idiot but how the idiot kind of teaches you a moral lesson in the end I like that but yeah it was a fun premise and then um, with the season premiere of New Girl after that there's also Mindy Kaling and she has a brand new office and she's mm-hmm. got the series premiere of her new comedy The Mindy Project which I also watched and I gotta say from watching it that it kind of starts slow like the first five minutes are a little mm-hmm. slow, but after that it just gets rolling. It's like punchline, punchline, punchline comedy, and she talks really fast too in the show. So it means you're also getting extra jokes in there. But it was it was good. There was a, after the, the first five minutes, I was skeptical. So watch after that, and it gets really good. So guys, check it out for Fox Premiere. It's Tuesdays on September 25th, starting at 8 p.m. And with that, we'll take a break. Oh, okay. Commercial break, please. No no commercial yeah. breaks. I guess so. We will not be taking a commercial break. We will go. All right. Well, that was our commercial break. I guess. <laughs> I'm so excited for Mindy's new show because I love her on The Office, and she wrote a bunch of those episodes. So oh. I'm interested to see what they do with that. And I definitely am a huge Zoe Deschanel oh, fan. I love like her. I love New Girl. I Me too. sing it in my car. This, and, I, and I think we're going to see song. two episodes a night. Then right? There's two. From what I heard, are there the the I season so. premiere that I watched the second season? I actually I liked it more than the previous one because it seems like the writers have kind of hit their stride. They're done establishing the characters, mm-hmm. so I think season two is it was good. If you watch, uh, you can watch the premiere right now actually yeah. on Hulu. If you want to watch any of those three premieres, so you got definitely check them out. All right, I like I Mindy Kaling. Now is she no longer on the Office at all, or is she doing double duty? Well, the Office is it's, it's the last season it's coming last up. Season. Yeah, but season is she going to be on that last season? Oh, I think so, probably. Like, I don't think I can get rid of Kelly. And even if she's on there, it's always kind of a side part, you know. So she's not one of the main char- you yeah. know, main, main characters. So she's able to do this on the side. So Daryl, what what news do you have for us right. about Revolution? Because we've got the news down for these shows, and now Revolution. Ooh, I get the music. Yeah. We do. All right. So news <laughs> and gossip. Well. For Revolution, they actually are incorporating a lot of actors from other shows that we've known. Um, Kim Raver, who was on 24 and Grey's Anatomy, is going to be joining Revolution this season. And they said that she has a pretty significant role. So we're excited about that. Um, Dave Manure has landed a reoccurring role on the Revolution. He was formerly from Justified. So it seems that they're trying to incorporate some actors from other shows that are pretty decent big names. that Bring those uh, fans over. Bring those fans over, which will build the buzz. And, and the the numbers for the show. Um, in addition to that, it is being uh, predicted that this show there's pretty much a, a high anticipation that the show is going to do well this season. So, a lot of critics have been reviewing the show and said the first episode is pretty good. So, we're hoping that that keeps us keeps us going <laughs> for the rest of the season. So, that's what I got right now. That's your AfterBuzz TV news and gossip. Didn't we have a little more too? I thought like she was she was going to talk about. Just I was reading some of the reviews as well, just saying how good it was, and you know we talked about Comic Con that it had maybe gotten some mixed reviews, but all the mm-hmm. stuff I read online for people who had seen it earlier were just saying it's good, it's interesting, it it, it you know kind of what's your appetite to to have some more? Yeah, you want to see more, and as somebody who saw it, I'm definitely interested. 
to see how they they go with everything. Mm-hmm. I think it was a good it was a good introduction and a good build up. Well, then let's let's actually let's jump on that and go into predictions. So cue another song. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're after Buzz TV predictions. Let's start with John. Oh, wow. Predictions. I was just thinking I want to see Ninja Stars and Nunchucks. And uh, I don't know why. I'm going to be the ninja there. Kristen will be the pirate. I'll be the ninja. And we'll have it happen. But, John, how do you think these characters are going to deal with this? Mm, Predictions. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's so many ways you can go with this. Uh, My favorite thing about Revolution is the, the reminder the themes and the reminder for us, the audience, because mm-hmm. uh, I think it's such a great opportunity for them to, uh, as far as communication, uh, where we're going, and uh, reminding us the uh, connection and uh, stuff that uh, we may uh, not value as much because of technology. Yeah, I, yeah. it's a cautionary tale. Yeah. Hopefully, we learn from this show. Probably won't, but uh, we need to develop a smarter grid that's not operating so close to capacity. So if this blackout would occur, we would be able to regain electricity. And also, we need to develop shielding to protect our electrical infrastructure from magnetic fluctuations as much as possible. We don't have any shields right now. Like, let's spend money somewhere. It might be important to everyone. (laughs) Not I happening. want a giant medieval shield. It probably wouldn't do much, but that's what I'm imagining right now. I mean, I was talking about shields for our. Oh, I know what you were talking grid, about, but, but this is what I'm imagining <laughs> in my head. All right. Um, I, I guess what I'm what I think is going to happen, prediction wise, is we're going to see a big power struggle and fight for electricity because, as the premise has kind of shown us, from and I, I haven't watched anything from the actual show, so this is just speculation from the premise but i think people are going to be trying to find out there is some electricity there is a way to get it back how do we get it back and that is going to be power because there's always a power struggle who has the best technology as we know from john favreau and iron man it's all about technology and who has the biggest technology and weapons so i think electricity is going to be key there and john favreau is actually directing the premiere episode Mm -hmm. so there's that connection there and i think there's going to be a um a little love romance between charlie and nate walker nate being the dude in the muscle shirt and they're going to have ends meet because he's part of the militia she's just a normal farm girl so but i think there's gonna be romance there um what do you think or i guess you've already watched it but what were your kind of thoughts um my kind of thought is i think you said it's definitely going to be a bunch of struggles and i hope we meet a bunch of new characters because i hope these guys kind of take it on the road once they get their group together and do search for a solution and that's what I'm hoping for. I also think we're going to see a lot of crossbow action. I hope we see some happiness and people just, like, chilling out. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to see a hippie group who's just like, forget about it. Forget about it. <laughs> we had this covered. We were ready for it. <laughs> so, guys, I am Dave Klein. You can follow me on Twitter at TheDaveKlein or go to my website, DJK-Online.com, and check on all of us for all the Revolution news. What about you guys? I'm Kristen Elizabeth Snyder, and you can bing Cinematic Escape, or you can follow Cinematic Escape on Twitter. Hey guys, I'm Dario Kristen. You can follow me under the same name, D-E-R-R-I-A-L, last name C-H-R-I-S-T-O-N, or find me on Facebook. And I'm Kristen Carroll, and you can follow me on Twitter on the fan, F-A-N, T-O-C-S-E. And what about our angry therapist? Uh, I'm John Kim, and you could uh, meet me at theangrytherapist.com. Yeah, for a Google Plus therapy session, right? You yeah. can just come and join your therapy session? Yes, you can jump into my group or uh, you can talk about relationships, whatever you want. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you next week for the actual premiere of the show. We are so excited! Woo! Revolution! Let's start the revolution. <laughs>
From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.